0: I don't, but
1: that's fine. Hello, welcome again to another edition of Top of the Table. Brian Bentley, Dallas, Chris Ballard in Connecticut, Mark Villa in L.A. And as you may have heard, he needs to be off early today.
2: No change, there,
1: then. Um, hey guys, uh, I'm going to stick to uh, our three teams in the playoff race. Well, and important, Ugh. let's let's just call it important games this weekend. Yeah, uh, and, then, yeah, and okay. then we'll briefly ta- we'll briefly talk about uh, some EPL stuff, and we'll get Mark out of here. Um, Mark, you had uh, texted me earlier today that you were going to commit Harry Carey on the show tonight. Is that due to last night's result?
0: Yeah. I just, you know, um, kudos to Salt Lake. They knew to take advantage of their breaks when they got them. Uh, Spindola, as much as I hate him, had a really good game. He was in the right place at the right time. And we just crapped our – we just shat the bed, man. There's just no way around it. We pooed the bed in every way, shape, and form these last two weeks. Uh should have had six points, easily could have won last night, easily could have won last night, should have won last night, and just shat the bed. Nothing good about that game from the galaxy standpoint of view. I don't care what Arena says, I don't care what any of the crap beat writers for the galaxy say on their web on their on their blogs, Hold on, or on their we're, gonna, we're gonna get
1: to that. We're gonna get to that.
0: It's just it was a crap fest. keens trying to make too many perfect shots, Landon's not pulling the trigger. I don't know if David's not healed completely. He's not himself. He's not playing good balls in. The rest of the team played like crap. We got A.J. De La Garza and Todd Donovan out injured, which didn't help us. Now Donovan's got a probable knee sprain out for at least two or three weeks. No one's saying for sure yet, but that's my guess. Um, you know, it's just a, a bad turn of events and a team playing like crap. We can't blame anything else. As bad as Baldomero Toledo was last night, he called a fair game. It was just a crap performance from the team. And we're still in the playoffs, and that's fine. I'd rather we lose now than in the playoffs. But, dear God, man, get it together. How do you have a game like this where you crap the bet? Again, what is wrong? I can't figure out what Bruce Arena is not doing right with these guys.
1: How much much of that is uh, is what RSL did right last night? Because I think they've been fairly dominant these last two three weeks. They weren't last night. Uh, that's the thing.
0: I mean, I give them their due. They, the first, the first the goal was great, great goal. The second one, we just got caught ball watching on defense. There's nothing else to it. There's just no reaction. They weren't. It wasn't a dominant performance from them by any way, shape, or form. Um, at the same time, the Galaxy just played like crap. Don't be wrong. RSL played well, not dominant, well. They played very well, not dominant.
2: I thought they could have scored more. I remember at least one occasion where Spindler had two shots. Yes. one yeah. one he should, he should have passed it to, I think it was Paolo Jr. He should have passed two. Um, And I felt, I might, I was kind of flicking between the game last night, but from what I saw, Beckham was, was non-existent.
0: He kept trying to do what Beckham does, but he wasn't he doing couldn't. It very well. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't doing very well. And we had, I don't know how many shots on goal, we hit the post twice in one sequence, uh, but most of our goals were – most of our shots were either blown and not taken or direct soft shots right at uh, – at um, Ramondo. Raimondo. And kudos to Ramondo, man. He, he's always a monster. It's hard to get anything past him. Uh, but you know what? I mean, Keen had the ball in the area, in the box, one-on-one, and he tried to cut it back into the defender.
2: He hasn't been clinical for the Galaxy all year. I mean, he scored quite a few goals, but he seems to need more chances than most t- most people do to get the goal. I don't know whether it's just me watching it on the highlights or on T V or whatever, but no, he does he pl- seem to miss a lot.
0: No, there's- he plays he plays as poorly in real life as he does on FIFA. He really well, does he's that- just <laughs> as he's just as slow. His you know, he I mean his first I mean, let me back this up. The first goal he—the first goal of the game—was scored by Keane off a lob pass from McGee, and it was a beautiful one-touch into the back of the net, and it was stellar. Oh, those are cute shirts, honey. Um, they fit his sheets. Ben, you want to say hi? Show Daddy the mouth. Hurry up, come here. Oh, come here. Let's show the guys on the on the webcast. Yeah, what's up? Come here. Oh, okay, first show them the whole shirt. Show him the whole shirt. A monkey shirt. It's a sock monkey shirt. That's a cool shirt. Now show him the mouth of the monkey. Show him the mouth.
1: I hate the mouth.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. That's cool. That's a genius design right there. (laughs) David, you want to come say hi? Since Ben got to? And because my wife is awesome and was in the TV truck, we got to be on TV last night during the National Anthem. Oh, so, nice. That was kind of cool. Say hi, buddy.
2: Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi,
0: David. Matching monkey sweatshirts. So you know. Okay. Show monkey
2: sweatshirts ice.
0: There you go. Look at that. There you go. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> I'll see you boys in just a bit. Hey, um... But, I mean, yeah, that first king goal was, was stellar. But more often than not, he tries to get fancy in the area, cut back, do a step over... And he gets beaten off the ball every time. And, sh- and you know, wide open shots that he should take, he, he, that he should quick shoot, he tries to make him pretty. And there's no, just put it on goal. A sloppy goal counts just as much off of a bad rebound as the perfect shot that never comes off your foot. Well, here's a question. He's
2: not 21 anymore. Sorry. No, no. I'm just saying, when he was, young, you know, when he first started with Wolves and then into Milan later on, he was so quick. The first two or three touches were so quick, he was gone before you knew what was happening. Anyway. Yeah. He's 10, 15 years older now, so he can't do that. But sometimes it's as though he thinks he still can. Because sometimes he tries to take the extra touch.
0: And every once in a while, he gets that amazing first touch that spins someone around off their ass, and it's great. But those are few and far between. He can't pull the step over anymore. He can't, he can't pull the zigzag moves anymore. He just can't do it. He needs to get the ball in the area when he's by himself and pull the trigger. The whole team needs to learn how to pull the trigger When the opportunity is there, not try and calm the ball, slow it down, put it on the right foot, shoot with either foot. You never know what's going to happen, just like hockey. Put it on net. You could get a lucky bounce. It could hit someone. It could deflect. You never know. Put it on goal and see what happens. The Galaxy's not doing that. Like Nick says in the chat room, yes, RSL deserves credit. They've been on a roll lately. Last night was not a dominant performance. It just wasn't. So we could we could have easily beaten
1: them. Would RS would uh, would the galaxy be in a better position uh, in the standings if um, if there wasn't a conscious effort for of players saving themselves for international competition? I love uh, lo- you know that. what I lob that to you.
0: It, well, I, you saw my tweet from earlier.
1: Why I, I mean, you know, I now giving, uh, again, I'm now I, giving I, you a platform to three people to uh, to expand on it. I go back to this. No one has no why. Why has this not been in the press? Why has
0: no one commented on it on their webcast or podcast or their blogs? You know all these other things that There's crap writing and crap production, just like ours. How dare you say yeah. that? Uh, huh. We're all the same. Wow. <laughs> we do a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. I don't know. Everyone's got their format. Everyone's got their venue. But from the galaxy especially the if you want to call them journalists, the bloggers, whoever the hell they are everyone with their own podcast. If they've got, if they've got access to the team to ask questions, they're not. Most of them will self will admittedly tell you they're afraid to ask Bruce Arena any questions. They're afraid to ask the players any real questions of substance because the players will storm off and get mad. So we never get any good reporting on the galaxy. Um, And no one has asked and no one has published anything asking where would we be had Beckham and Keane not been saving themselves for the Euros or for the Olympics and the Euros, respectively? If they had played to win the first part of the season before those tournaments started, instead of saving themselves to not get injured, where could we be right now? That's a legitimate question that no one's asking and no one's talking about. If you were to
2: ask that, they're going to say, well, we weren't doing
0: that. It's obvious they were by their style of play.
2: Well, yeah, I know that, and you know that, and Brian knows that, and all of the
0: everyone knows
2: watching that. us knows that. But if you, ask, if you were to ask Beckham, you know, why were you saving yourself? You didn't even get picked. He's probably going to say, well, I wasn't doing that. I just wasn't playing well. So you're never going to be able to, even if you have someone with the gumption and the balls to ask these questions that you're right, they probably should be asked. They're never going to get a straight answer
0: never going to get a straight answer, but it doesn't mean you can't pursue it. it. doesn't mean you shouldn't pursue it because it's a viable question. Considering my season tickets are going up uh, $90 a pop next year, and my same seats with Chivas for $438, and I'm paying 1050 per seat. Wow. I deserve to know why two of the top three t- players on my team salary-wise were sandbagging it for the first half of the season. I, I deserve an explanation. I don't know that Beckham was
1: necessary. I'm not defending him. But I don't think he was necessarily sandbagging it because he was doing a lot of uh, a lot of glad handing, a lot of baby kissing travel. Well, yeah, you, but, whatever you, you want know, to call
2: re- it. Yeah, regardless, the, he wasn't on his mind wasn't he, on the game. He he
0: wasn't playing hard to win, not for his team. He was waiting for his country. And you know what? So be it. Uh, people say the country's more important. You know what? Galaxy's paying your salary, buddy.
1: I, you should, I, think, I think, and I love
0: Beckham. I love Beckham to no end. But he was sandbagging the first half of the I, think Keen,
1: I think season. I think Keane's performance was more indicative of sandbagging. I think Beckham's was a combination of that and the the necessary travel
0: yeah, and again, you know I'm the first to admit we knew what he was going to be doing this year as far as the Olympics goes. we knew what we were in for, but when he was on the field, he should have played his heart out and he did not that and he just did not everyone knows it.
1: and uh a point from the chat room uh I wouldn't just single out those two for the lackluster first half performance of the Galaxy. I'm I'm not singling out I'm not those singling two. them
0: out, but you have to wonder where we would be had they played like they right. can. Like they did after the Euros and after the Olympic right.
1: break. That was that was my point. I'm not I'm not singling them out in terms of uh, uh, that they're responsible for the yeah. Galaxy's I mean, placement. I'm just saying
0: Landon is just as responsible, McGee, everyone. The fact that Omar was out injured plays into it, but everyone wasn't playing to win. For whatever reason, I don't know, and no one's discussing it. No one's bringing it up, no one's trying to get at that, especially now when we've shanked two games out of our last four. That is going to put us into either a playoff position in the wild card. You know, it, it's just it's just crap. I'm I'm upset.
1: But you're reading a new book, right? I am reading Can a we new book. Can you see the cover of it? Yes. <laughs> Look, this is my new book. Wait, what's the title of it? Set Lighting Technician Handbook. In. Film Lighting Equipment. Oh. But look who the author is. Fourth edition. Oh, Harry Seabox. Yeah. You're okay. welcome, Interwebs. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, even today, I,
0: I got home last night from the game and I searched the interwebs for the usual suspects who write about the galaxy on their blogs. And they all had the same quotes, cause from what I'm told by people who are in the press in the pressers it's only the same people who ever asked the questions and they're not the ones who have blogs. So all the postings had all the same quotes. They were all the same story. And it was all crap. It was all glad handing. It was, Oh, the galaxy will get it sorted out. Oh, rather have it now than in the playoffs. Yeah. Easy sentiment to make. I'll make that sentiment. But you know what? Fact is they played like crap. They need to be called on it. They need to be explained. We need to know why. This is a point where we can only help ourselves into the playoffs, with momentum and standing. Yes, we're in, but we went from second place last night to right now playoff position, or wild card playoff position in the playoffs. And- and- I got a question no, we Yes,
1: know. let's go.
2: Yeah. Um It's about the policy of of teams, not just LA, but other MLS teams, of giving out press credentials. Because I have press credentials at New York and, and New England, and I've never done anything to justify them. So do you think that they give out credentials to people who they know aren't likely to ask the hard questions?
0: Yes, I have been told point blank that I will never get a press pass from other people who have them because the Galaxy do not like fun, they do not like risque, they do not like criticism. So you kind of wonder what's the point of having
2: any kind of I guess for one of the better phrase, a press call.
0: I don't know, I, mean, I don't I, I don't know because here's the thing. The beat writers for the papers, uh, the at large sports writer hates soccer. And all he does yeah. ever does is slag the sport and the galaxy in particular. Um you know, and everyone else that's in there they're writing for S B Nation or their own blogs or and it's all the same crap well, what, over and over well, why I swear you, to God, you read any of these posts, and you say the exact same quotes in every single one of them, no matter who's writing
1: it. Okay, since it's free to blog anywhere you want, why don't you go and create a blog and write whatever and just start doing it? Start reporting on what you're watching from the stands. Force the hand. That would why? Be awesome. it, what, it, I, will. I will. Why not? I will. Nope. Look. They won't give you a press pass to go in there and g- no. and get quotes, and,
0: and that's fine, and that's that is their right. There's I am not the most civilized person verbally. I understand that. I got no problem. That's who I am. Uh, I do know how to behave in public. I, I do know how to keep my mouth shut when I need to. I just choose not to most of the time. Really? Yeah. Actually, I um, do have some sense of decorum. Um, I just think it would be good because I mean, well, at least we have that. We're document. saying
2: that all of the all the people in the in the press boxes don't really ask any questions. So you not being in the press box doesn't really hinder you at all because the same anodyne's quotes
1: you're going to get, you can probably find anywhere. That was my point because if, if, ever, yeah. if everybody's going to have the same three quotes, you know what? I'm pretty sure you can use those. Why can think. I, why can not I be the seventh or eighth to use them? Sure. Why not? I will. And I, and I can speak from experience uh, on, on two things. One, um, I have a press credential with, with FC Dallas. Um, I'm, Gotten to be good friends with the PR director, and every time I want to do a, a lightning round, they know they help. I I run questions by. I like, what do you think about this? Is it funny? They get the joke, and it's not. And we're you know, but whenever yeah. but whenever there's a pool and it, uh, you know if, if there's a pool situation in terms of a press conference, um, you, they they know they get it, and they know that I'm not going to to ask silly questions, and I'm not going to not going right. to be dumb. Um, the other point that I want to make is that uh, just go ahead and write. Just do it. No, Nobody's stopping you.
0: Yeah. I, you know, you're right. I should. I, instead of complaining about other people's crap writing, I should write my own crap. And I guess I True. Would. And then no, we can come
2: on and bitch about you.
0: Exactly. And why not, you know? But I'm just bringing so much stuff out there. And it's just so disheartening. There was such a crap loss last night, and everyone's just kind of brushing over it. That's
2: actually, uh, it's part of the reason I, I, I've not written about, as, you know, about New York and New England as much. Aside from the fact it takes me so long to get there, I just find it quite boring now because I find myself writing the match report. Oh, well, Honorary did this, and then Cooper scored, and then the goalkeeper saved it. Right. And then yeah. you think, well, there's 25 other outlets who are doing it much faster than me. Questionable whether it's better, but, you know, it's, it's a lot faster. And I'm still wasting five hours of my day getting there and back. So you kind of think, well, what's the point?
1: Right, and I, I can
2: probably get more information watching it on TV.
1: Yeah, and I and I, and he, and I go ahead. Ray. No, I, I, I could just say you are referencing uh, people not asking the hard questions. I've been there when Jason Christ walks out of the locker room, and his jaw cannot get any more clenched, and he cannot be any more angry. Yeah, and you don't want to ask him a thing.
2: That's why. That's why you're there. I got told by the Portland Press guy when Portland played in New York. It was last season. I think they got beat 2-0, and Mike Chabala had given away a penalty, and I wanted to ask him, and the press guy said, yeah, I wouldn't bother. And I'm like, well, you know, I wanted to ask the guy, and he, he went out, you know, yeah, don't, don't ask him.
0: I'm sorry, so, if players and coaches are such bitches, Yeah, if they can't take an honest question, man, I'm going to rip them apart then. And I think I'll ask the that, question of the public and I'll state very clearly that these guys are not willing to talk. They're not willing to fess up for anything. They're not willing to take accountability for anything. That's bullshit. I think part of that for my part, you know, because the first time I got a press pass, I was like, oh, crap, I've got a press pass.
2: Oh, look, there's Honoré, there's Beckham, there's some other guy from New England that I don't recognize, you know, and you, and the first time you see these people, especially for me as a fan of the game, you kind of. It's difficult to divorce yourself from the professionalism. Hank, I just got that, sorry.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of divorcing yourself from professionalism, uh, happy anniversary to Hank and his wife of 17 years. And, yes, uh, happy anniversary, and Hank. Sarah, Very cute couple. Actually. Sarah Wilson is on the side. Enjoy your midnight ride tonight, Right, Jake. exactly.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, and I think part of what I was saying is that you, you kind of lose the professionalism because I'm not a professional, I'm just a guy with a pen. And the first time you see them, you're like, oh, it's just so exciting. And then you kind of let them get away with controlling what you can ask almost. And that's, again, part of the reason I'm not so bothered about doing it anymore, because I don't want to have some you know, press guy have a go at me for asking
0: a question. Plus, I've got better things to do. Yeah, I, but you know what? I mean, hey, but here's the weird thing in l a we're not they're not dying for press covers they get it worldwide because of Beckham and Keene okay, so they can have their pick they can pick and choose who they give who they grace with their credentials and uh those people are so grateful to have them they're not willing to risk anything yeah and it's not- just it's just i don't know it's just so <sighs> I'm not looking to just inherently rip the galaxy or the players, but if they deserve it, they need to be taken to task. I mean, there's just no way around that. You don't yeah. see this. You don't see this existing in any other sport, really.
2: No, and I think um in the chat, i i forgotten the guy's name. I
0: mean, you know what I want to do? I want to be the guy that causes Bruce Arena to go off Denny Green style. <laughs> That's what I want to be. It's um. Even if he doesn't answer the question, get a reaction. Show me how pissed off you are, Bruce. Don't just call me a dick and move on. Tell me how pissed off you are and why you're pissed off. Get a hot in the turtleneck. Yeah, don't just tell someone that's a stupid question and move on. Explain why it's a stupid question and why you're so upset about it.
2: Actually, Peter Vermees is quite good for that. He's the one guy I've spoken to who will give you an honest answer. Um. I don't know, sometimes with him, when they've lost, you get the impression that he's trying to keep it under control before he shouts at somebody, which I think is great, because it's always nice to see someone with a bit of fire about what's happened. Um, and he'll tell you if you've asked a stupid question as well. Like someone <laughs> said to him, Peter, uh, you know, how to see the game? And he said, this was a direct quote, we lost 3-2, next question. And I think, well, okay, you probably deserve to give that guy some scorn for that stupid question, but in in follow ups once people kind of worked out that you could ask him a question, he was pretty forthcoming and he you know he criticized the referee, which is always welcome um, and he criticized his own players, so I don't think you can ask a lot more of the guy I don't know whether it's a, an l a thing actually it's the same thing as you have in l a happens in New York. I think because the sports is is it's such a minority sport in New, in the New York market um, a lot of the guys who write for the bigger papers they're generally football or baseball beat writers who are given the short straw i guess to check out you know to schlep out to jersey um... but that there should be some i don't know if you call it quality control over the people with press passes but you know it, there should be more people asking difficult questions there should be and well, i can I mean, you know, i include myself in that i've never asked difficult question i've wanted to but then there's been you know twelve people around the guy and i felt self-conscious and i'm not very good at talking at all. You wouldn't know that from this. Um, so I've kind of not asked the question. I've walked out thinking, you pussy. Can I say that? Well, i said it. You pussy, Chris. You know, you should have asked that question of whoever it might have been because you might have got something useful rather than these banal quotes that you're going to get from anywhere else.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, after a game like last night and some of the stuff I've read since, I just so... Glad not to have a press pass. I don't have to deal with it. You know, I'll just write my own crap and make it up as I go. Because that could be gonna, more insightful. It's I mean, it's going to be at least more entertaining than what's out there.
2: Yeah, and if you're, I think if you have a press pass, there's always something in the back of your mind thinking well I don't want to piss people off too much because I might not have a press pass next year mm-hmm. if you already don't have a press pass what can I take away from you it, exactly I mean they're not going to turn down your money for season tickets are
1: they well Chris be, be shameless here isn't that the whole point of around the league there's fan correspondents that talk in some have press credentials some don't and they discuss their clubs and they're, they're critical when they need to be
2: Yeah, and I think that helps that the format of that podcast because there's no corporate PR bullshit. You know, you have people who are fans of the club first and foremost. As you say, some of them have press release. We've actually lost a couple of guys who seem to have gone a little bit more corporate PR bullshitty. So, you know, for whatever reason, they're no longer around. So I think it's it's what makes the show entertaining, or at least I think it is, because you have personalities come on you have fans rather than reporters, right?
1: And let's and perfect example of that is Elac, a guy that we love with Chivas. Elac is brilliant. He they have a great uh, a great podcast called What the Flock uh, with the black. Do I, it wasn't a finished sheet, was it? Do you want to know what? No, it wasn't <laughs> Um But Elac has his What the Flock podcast that they do. Um, he's a member, you know, the Black Goats uh, supporters group, and they have. They have and how much access does he get? He gets all he wants. Exactly. I mean, the freaking president of the club comes on his podcast. Hadn- no, not has come on. Does come on. Does come Repeatedly on. Repeatedly comes on. Rip-
0: yeah. You know, I mean, and freaking kudos to Elac for that, man. Because you know, as much as I don't like Chivas, he's doing something right. And they're at least accessible. And that's where I'm going next year. Because if I, if, I may not be a Chivas fan, but I'll write about them. And I'll write about whoever's coming to town to play them. So Chivas is my option but you for you know, But year.
1: you know what the best part is, Mark, is that you can walk into the L.A. locker room with a Chivas press pass during the Super Classico and go, Hey, Bruce, what were you yep. what were you thinking tonight? Oh, you want to answer my question? Well, I'm credited to Chivas. Thanks for your time. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, let's, let's talk about playoffs a little more, uh, and then we're going to talk about the uh, Cascadia Cup finale tonight. You want to go first, Chris, you want me to go?
2: Let's down playoffs and go to Dallas.
1: All right. Uh, okay, we'll stick with the Chivas theme as FC Dallas is in uh, the Home Depot Center tonight to take on Chivas. Big right now, actually. Uh, yeah, should have started, uh, should have started or a couple minutes later. For those of you listening uh, on delay on the podcast, uh, you can find the results at mlssoccer.com. All Dallas will be playing Chivas against you anyway We play them again in two weeks. We get Seattle okay. next week, and then Chivas at home uh, to close it out look, in look, two
0: weeks. Look at that empty, empty, empty and the north stands, covered up. The east top level covered up. Wow. Okay. Sorry. But
1: I mean, is it a loud fan base? Is it no, loud? no? Because I saw they had pe- I saw no. they had people up on the hill last night. Oh, the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, FC Dallas, what, where, who?
0: Bicycle kick from Chivas in the area, just wide. Uh,
1: Vancouver beat Chivas last week. Uh, FC Dallas, a crushing draw uh, against uh, San Jose. um, As uh, Steven Leonard comes off the bench, gets two goals, ties it with 30 seconds left in extra time. Uh, FC Dallas has played San Jose really well this year, not enough. Only gaining a point. They need a win tonight. There's a chance that this goes down to the final week. Um, All the injuries are taken care of. There's nobody out. There's nobody really really missing except for George John. But I think uh, Matt Hedges has played really well in the back uh, to cover for that loss. But um, I said it early in the season. I think we had that conversation when we were having that on-the-ledge conversation. I said, everybody trusts Shellis. Uh, and then as the weeks went on, I just said, you know what? This team is done. This team is not going to make the playoffs. Um, and now it leaves me with, I really would like to have seen what this team could have done had it not been so injury-riddled. Um, and it kind of makes me look forward to next year. I'm curious to see what goes on. But we got to keep Blas Perez. we got to keep a striker because he's been phenomenal since he came back. Two goals uh, against San Jose. Ferreira's playing well. Shea's not throwing any tantrums. Brian, if they, if they
0: do not make the playoffs. I will Considering the year they've considering the year they've had. Yes. Does Shellis
1: retain his job? Oh, yes. Okay. The Hunt family. Just, the Hunt, I think
2: I've asked this question before. The, no, Just a question. The
1: Hunt family yeah. is married to Shellis. Okay. And they have pursued him for years. Okay. Because um uh, his SMU ties his local ties? Well, no, Clark Hunt played for Shellis at SMU. Oh, okay. So he's not going anywhere. So, yes, SMU ties. There you go. If your
2: family name is Hunt, why would you name your kid Clark? Right. Isn't that asking for trouble?
1: <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to go on that theme. I'm going to tell you a quick story. My wife grew up with uh, some people in her neighborhood that the last name was the Ness family, N E S S, and they had twins, Paula and Aaron. And they went off to school at college and they were given the first initial last name at email, at school email address. Aaron Ness. And Paula Ness. <laughs> so they like were it. Anus and Penis.
2: I know I know a, a couple, actually uh, a girl I went to school with, and her surname was Kerr, K-E-R-R. She was Scottish. And she married a Spanish kid and uh, a guy, and they named their kid Juan. I didn't make this up.
0: Juan Kerr.
2: When <laughs> I heard that, that kept me going for weeks.
0: <laughs> Wait, Brian, you told me a story about you and your wife were going to dinner with friends of hers. And her friend's husband or boyfriend what was his name? Rusty Dixon.
1: Rusty Dixon. Oh <laughs> he wasn't a ginger, was he? He was a man city he was a Man City fan. <laughs> okay, back so, to So tell here's us. so here's this is what happened. We get in the car and my wife goes, Oh, I have to tell you, so and so is bring your boyfriend, Rusty, and I was like, Oh, his name is Rusty Dixon. Get it out now. Just stop. <laughs>
0: Were you late? You must have. been Oh late. no! I, didn't,
1: I mean, it didn't work. When we got there, I was like Rusty Dixon. That's the best. He's like, I know, right? <laughs> Huge soccer fan, big city fan, really nice guy. That's awesome. Yeah, I still. I I, I could probably yell Rusty Dixon right now, and I'd probably get. It, she'd probably chuckle. Nice. And then my kids would repeat it, and I would get in trouble. Yeah. Um. F, but uh, FC Dallas. Um. Yes, I think Shella stays. I don't think they make any changes. I think that uh Doug Quinn and the front office will go into the uh will go into the off season with look at the way we've played. We've been the third best team in the West since July the eleventh. Um look at how we've performed with our team, uh and and we've, you know, um survived that injury period. I think that's yeah, I think that's the attitude that they take. But Boss Perez has been with it, I mean, different team every year. He's he's I mean they have to make sure that he stays. Because he's like I said, he's been phenomenal.
0: And if he gets pushed, what happens?
1: Then we're it's back to the same thing where we've always been. We don't have the money to pursue a striker. Um we put Breck up top where he doesn't necessarily want to be. Um
0: Okay, then let's look at it this way. Let's say someone with money in pockets, Red Bull, Galaxy Man, you know, for lack of a laughable better option, let's say Man City comes and offers them stupid, you know, American money for whatever reason. Someone makes the offer that they can't say no to, and Dallas just scores. Perez off a slop, Kennedy lets it go through. Perez, that is
2: good timing, Brian. Thank talking you. Talking up there you the, uh, Thank you very much. That's There you go. The commentator's of it, That is. Thank
1: you.
0: So let's let's see someone poaches him for a healthier sum, you know. Do they have someone in mind to go after? Who who would you like to see him go after? Does that happen? If it happens.
1: Uh no. My um my opinion is that they will continue to work uh South American contacts where they found uh Amper2s, where they found Blas Perez, David Forever, um Carlos Rodriguez. And,
0: and that was Ferreira's cross shot that uh Kennedy Muffs and Perez puts it in. So, I need to get TV in this room.
1: I'm surprised you don't have one for when the ether wears off.
2: No, I give them board games. I'm not made of money. Well you can't okay. see
1: he has he has like <laughs> the eggshell stuff on the other three walls of the room to keep the sound. Right.
2: Open. I give them a copy of operation just so they can get used to what's gonna happen I'll <laughs>
0: <everyone. laughs> I tell long, them if they can buzz for me that'll make it better. How long does it take you to peel the fingernails out of the wall before we broadcast every week? Well
2: actually I That's just what keep the painting over that. That's what the scarf and the chalkboard's for. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hey, say put the lotion in the basket. Sorry? <laughs> say put the lotion <laughs> in the basket. I obviously have no idea what that reference is. Right, I'm sure you don't.
0: Oh, you poor man.
1: Are you, so, do you seriously have no idea what that is? No. Silence of the Lambs. No, I've never seen that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God is that,
2: is that the guy uh, who played the guy in Monk
1: yes who played yes. Stottenmeyer yes. you need I remember seeing a. Um, you you need to stop this hack two time two bit waste of a Mickey Mouse show and you need to go watch Sounds of the Lambs
0: yeah
1: wow didn't, didn't actually you know what, a, you should just stop this two bit Mickey Mouse show and go do something better that's what we told Hank tonight to Lambs, he's like they? I can make the show go, it's your anniversary you idiot I go I would pick anything over this every Sunday <laughs> Yeah, they did make a second one, and it sucked. But you should watch it was, the first one. No,
2: there was the one you probably haven't seen, based in Liverpool, called Shut Up, You'. Forget
1: it. Starring MJ and Pitt.
2: <laughs> I don't know whether Mark's shaking of the head is confirmation that he got it, or uh, that he wants to come around the house. I think he's good.
1: disgusted with you, Moyes, actually. <laughs> oh, well, he wasn't before. Hey, speaking of being disgusted with you, let's talk about tonight's uh, Seattle-Portland game. Yeah, some silverware on the line. Not potentially, playoffs.
2: yes. Yeah, I know. If, if if Portland get a draw, they've won the Cascadia Cup. I mean, they still. What have do you to...
0: say to a cup of tea, Father? Hello,
2: cup of tea. Fuck off, cup. <laughs> um, yeah, they have a game left against Vancouver, but this is Seattle's final game. So, if they get a draw, they're two points ahead of Vancouver, and I think it'll be six points ahead of. Uh, sorry, two points ahead of Seattle, and six points clear of Vancouver. So it would essentially wrap up the Cascadia cut, which is it's important in Cascadia, but I think it would just be polishing a turd if they were to get that, because the season generally has been pretty poor. Um, yeah, know, we, but,
0: but they get some hipster points, don't they? I mean, This is poor, the, and they already have enough hipster points to last another I mean, 12,000 years. This, the skinny jeans fit just a little bit skinnier. Oh, here we go. The goatees just a little bit. You know,
2: I wonder more- if they can drink the latte out of the cup
0: there you go
1: <laughs> waiting on waiting on Nick in the chat room to. Uh, I think
2: he's turned off in right
1: disgrace Allison Faye joining us in the chat room this week
0: hi Allison uh, hey, uh, speaking of which Nick have you ever been to Mary's is Mary's still open Mary's bar have you been there please tell me it's still open great great nudie bar in Portland like really scary dancer women. Oh
1: hey, chill. Just let's keep this as broad and well, generic no, no, no. I mean it's very broad generic, but they serve they serve
0: really really cheap cold beer in these old seventy style goblets, and there's a jukebox on stage, and in between sets the dancers wander around the crowd and ask you for quarters so they can feed the jukebox when they dance. Uh, you don't go there. You don't go there for the dancers. You go there for the beer. It's just awesome.
1: His response is hamburger Mary's. So you go there for the audience. Please, please don't.
0: don't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Ay. yeah.
2: I always thought it it would because here you give one dollar bills to strippers, right? But in England, you, there aren't any one pound notes anymore. They have five pound notes, which is like eight dollars. So it's really expensive to go to strippers in England. There's a handy hit there, handy hint there, that viewers don't go look at strippers in England.
1: Stay in America. I will remember that whenever we go overseas for Sarah's wedding next year. Yeah. Yes. Are we invited? You're not. You you probably is, are. You're not.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. I don't know I if sure. I'm be able
1: to make it that weekend. I might be on assignment. Yeah, of course.
0: So should okay, yeah. she'll be coaching. So <laughs> Cascadia Cup. I mean, it's just it's just bragging rights, right? Well, it, it has a a pretty long history. I mean, it's been around for you know a long
2: time, longer than MLS has for sure. So right. I think it. You know, in the area around. Around the Cascadia area of the country is going to make a big difference, but
0: all Seattle are going to come back with is yeah, but we're in the playoffs and you suck. So. Now, now let's go I'm, back a minute. Vancouver and Portland have been actual functioning teams for how long now? Oh, long time. 74, I think. Yeah. Right. Now Sounders um, were built from ground up for MLS, correct?
2: No, there was already a, a Seattle Sounders team. Um, Harry Redknapp played for them back in the dying days of the NASL.
0: Right, um, but they were defunct for a while, were they not? They were They were resurrected. The name was resurrected to build.
2: Uh, honestly, to be honest, I, I don't know about Seattle very much. Um, I don't know if they were playing in NASL before they came to MLS. Probably um, Nick's the best person to ask since he's in that particular part Nick? of the country. Well, and this is where my knowledge falls down a bit because I'm not local enough to really have a
1: handle on what happens. Nick says Cascadia Cup is a big deal there. Yes, the Sounders played in NASL. I yeah,
0: but recently or a long time ago? I, I, I'm asked, I asked. I honestly don't know. I'm just trying oh, to Oh, so you out. think
2: that after NASL collapsed in 84, they were nothing until MLS? For
0: Definitely. some reason, I thought the current Sounders squad was built from the ground really up. If we has, like, a network
2: of linked computers on which we could find this information. Mm. Oh,
0: wait. Yeah, but I don't want to cause
2: the noise. Uh, that, you should have had the radio show the other day. I was doing that for 10 minutes.
1: Nice.
2: Yeah, it's very professional.
1: They were in the old NESL and the more recent one. Oops. Uh, like that? that. Yeah. Right. Um. But don't, I'm just curious, you
0: know how? Yeah, I, I just I was just curious about that. Sorry. Well, I would think that
1: that that cup is a bigger it is a big deal for the area. Like we have the uh, the brimstone, the brimstone cup. cup.
2: That seems like a completely manufactured rivalry. Based it on is the a completely that manufactured rivalry. And that, now you're not called the Burn. It seems even more ridiculous. Correct.
1: And then there's also the uh, El Capitan, the 18th century 1800s cannon, authentic cannon that is. Uh, the winner of the Dynamo FC Dallas season series gets the cannon. Well, well that makes a made... kind of
2: sense. But
1: because, well, now you guys only play each other once. How does it figure in? Well, here's the irony: is that Houston never takes it; they just leave it here in storage whenever they win. Nice, nice.
0: Which you know, what there 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 is one bit that KL last night's press conference now that, we, now that we kind of mentioned it. What what use is the supporter shield if there's an unbalanced schedule? How is it really even meaningful anymore, other than a playoff position? How 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 is supporter shield in any way meaningful without a balanced schedule? Bruce Arena did bring that up last night.
1: That's fair. Um, I mean, that's a fair question.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be an asterisk next to any supporter shield winner who wanted to have an unbalanced schedule. But I've I've said before I like the unbalanced schedule. Um, that's because you're a foreigner.
1: I should be. I like imbalance as well. I should
2: be the other way around. I should be <laughs> going on about a balanced schedule and no playoffs and all that stuff. But I don't think any of that will work over here. Um, maybe the supporter shield is—it's just a, a stop to the sensibilities of the supporters. Because I think you no, know, there wasn't a supporter shield for some time, probably because that's why the supporters shield suddenly made. Right. we are going to shut up the supporters by giving them a shield and they can make that about them. Um, I think having the best record in MLS is an achievement. Oh, in regards-
0: oh, Dallas just clears it off the line from a header from outside the six. Literally cleared off the line. I think that was in. Sorry. Keep us- no, it's fine. Keep us posted. God, that Advocare shirt is ugly as hell.
2: Isn't that what... Oh, no, he
1: must have changed it. So Brian had that
0: one. That's just a horrible logo on the shirt.
1: The one that I'm currently wearing right now. I don't. I
0: can't see you. I don't know. Let me check the website. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that one. It, it looks worse than blue. Uh,
1: wearing... I like it. I like it. I think it adds some legitimacy. I don't. I mean.
0: No, I mean the shirt sponsor is great. I'm just you're saying...
1: wearing an er- you're wearing Herbalife on your shirt. Hey. Uh,
0: uh, My shirt says I'm, smack. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just saying the way the actual font, the the design of the logo just looks bad on the shirt. It's not their fault. I'm glad they have a shirt sponsor.
1: Here's a a question I thought about this today. Oh, man. 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 Does does it bother you that you have a multi-level marketing company? More than I can
0: possibly ever explain to you. I work in production. I Everyone I know in this business has worked in Herbalife function at one point or another. We've all been attacked by the uh, multi-level marketeers, and it's just it's, – it's embarrassing. Uh, I was doing the show in Phoenix a few weeks back for another MLM, and oh, my God, how dare you wear an Herbalife shirt here. They're our competitors. Yeah, I, remember that. You know, I mean, uh, uh, people, why are you wearing an Herbalife shirt? I'm not. It's a Galaxy shirt. But uh, I, I, Oh, that was in. That was in. They're like the Jets and the Sharks.
2: The West Side Story of multi-level Marketing. Oh,
0: uh, maybe it was. you no, Maria. I mean, it's close. But, I mean, uh,
1: uh, Real, uh, but no, Real Salt I, I, Lake? I mean, my,
0: my, my, my dearest, deepest hope that AEG, that AEG sells is that whoever buys them has enough money to go <laughs> to Herbalife and just buy them out of the contract and get a new sponsor.
2: How likely is AEG to get sold all in one go, though? I mean, it's such th- a big company. I think they've got to spit it up.
0: No, they don't. They, it, I, I think it's more of a move. I think it's more of a PR move than anything. that's hard to explain why I think it's that. It's got to
1: be done to accomplish the football stadium, I think, as well. Yes. Well, it doesn't have to be done, but it helps. Or the football or the the potential football team.
0: Yeah. It, 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 it's more. I think it's more of a marketing ploy for the NFL aspect angle. Um I mean, come on, it's Live Nation. It's how many arenas and stadiums around the world. It's, it's, it's a massive, massive company to try and sell. And there are investment groups could pull it off. Um, but now that Farmers Field is in play and AEG is going to be the owner of that, that's just a massive thing that I don't know how anyone can buy it. It's going to take a massive ownership group to pull that off.
2: Yeah, but I just don't think there are that many organizations who can have, who have the money. No. Unless I don't think so unless either. they buy it and then decide to sell some you know, they decide to sell the Kings or the Galaxy or whatever they might you know, or the O2 arena in London. Um I don't think it's manageable as one I, entity.
0: Yeah, I don't know what they'd sell off first, a galaxy or an arena. I don't know. But those would be the first two things to go, I'm sure. Um but anyway, I, I hate this as a shirt sponsor. I, you know, I, I, That's why I'm not knocking Advocare as a sponsor. I'm just saying the logo looks bad on the blue shirt. No, no,
1: it's I'm funny because uh, for those of you that are, are watching this, uh, we use a program called Wirecast and uh, as we're having our Skype conversation, Mark and Chris can see each other but they can't see me because Wirecast takes the camera. So as they're watching the show live, uh, that's how they can see me and interact with the chat room. So Mark, doesn't know that I'm wearing an FC Dallas <laughs> shirt with the AdvoCare logo on it. Unless
0: I go to the delayed website right. and watch it there, which yeah. really
1: freaks me out. Right. So, uh, and also, thank you again to Jeff Katz and everybody at geekweek.com for letting us come on here and do that. Uh, question for the Is chat he a real room. guy,
2: Jeff Katz? Because he's, I, I, he's like an eminence grease. I just
0: never. No,
1: he is a real guy. He pred- we should have him on. That might not be a bad Does idea. They,
0: anyone know what this is? That's um, how you're
2: taught to catch a football when you first play
1: golf. Oh, I thought that's how, that's how Chris tied up women when we put them in his van.
2: No, With their thumbs together. <laughs> I do that. It's a Tim
0: Cahill tribute.
1: Nice. Uh, Mark, whatever happened with that Galaxy Kit Contest? What design won? I have no idea. I don't think they've announced it yet. I haven't seen any announcement of yet. Oh, hey, you know what? Speaking of kits, for those of you watching...
0: It strips for ages and no bastard wants them
1: yep what what size are they top of the table go extra large i think mark- yeah extra I'm large i might be
0: able to fit in one now
2: yeah i mean now it? you're now you're skinny what do you want Skinny for it? um i don't know if i want to go with a galaxy shirt frankly
0: what do um, you have i don't know i got a chicago shirt i think i've i
1: got some stuff i'll, I'll look around
0: Okay, when we, when we kick it off, it, I'll, I'll get hold of
1: you. It, it's kicked off. I think
0: we just kicked it off.
1: It's, it, wait, wait.
0: Oh, well, I'll get hold of you now. Allison, how does he
1: tie you up? Does he tie I you don't up? don't tie
0: her up. What's not wrong fair. with you,
1: man? <laughs> wait, is, she, is. is she in another room of your house now? Like, is this no, her 911? Her she...
2: <laughs> Send help.
0: <laughs> is she holding a baseball bat telling other girls to be quiet? That'd be hot.
2: I'm going to jail, you know that, right?
1: (laughs) Okay, allegedly, Chris, (laughs) might be holding captives.
0: We don't know. You say
2: captive, I say treasure.
1: Alice says trade him for a Chivas shirt, a Dan (laughs) Kennedy one. You know what, I have a Chivas shirt. I got a long-sleeve Chivas shirt. Not Dan
2: Kennedy, she only makes me wear the mask.
1: Oh, my. So if I was ge- if I, so if I was guessing, I would say that Allison has a man crush on Dan Kennedy, and a girl crush on you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not even going to dignify oh, the response for you
0: bastards.
1: <laughs> for the four people that are listening to this show that have held on this long, thank you.
0: Yes, we love you. Uh,
1: uh, classic so Cascadia Cup, so yes. they win it,
0: and 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 it, they should it's win American it. Rights. Yeah, I mean, even if rights.
2: even if Portland lose tonight, then they have a chance to win it by beating Vancouver. Okay.
1: We need well for speaking as an FC Dallas fan, I need Portland to beat Vancouver anyway. Cascadia Cup or no Cascadia Cup.
2: Actually, until Vancouver beat Chivas the other day, they were struggling big time.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mantua,
0: it's always was, a good
2: time to play Chivas, isn't it? Yes.
0: That was and that was quite a convincing win, man. That really was. That was. Chivas uh, really are terrible, though.
1: How can they be so bad? We want to get we and Mark tried to get Elac on I, this week. And
0: Eli's all and Eli's totally down for it. He's just at
1: the game right now and he's gone a cruise And next he's on a screw for his anniversary, so happy anniversary to Eli as well. But you know,
0: like I like I I I am not trying to be a braggart. I'm not trying to rub anyone's nose in anything. But I really wanna get we you know, last week I, I pushed Hank on this and how bad is it to be a New England fan right now. I want to ask ELAC the same thing. How bad is it to be a Chivas fan right now? How frustrating is it? How angry are you? I want to do the same thing with uh, whoever else is. You know, Brian, if in two weeks, you can tell me how bad it is to be a Dallas fan.
1: I've been saying it for the last couple of months.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to rub anyone's nose. And so if you know anyone who's a team of a fan or a fan of a team who's not in the playoffs, who's really upset, send them our way. We'd love to talk just to get their perspective see what they're angry about, see what has them upset and what their thoughts
1: are on the matter. Has, but I has Chivas has really been, been, been any good since Sasha Kleshtian left? They weren't really any good when they had Sasha Kleshtian. I, I mean, know, but I'm trying to find some sort of a landmark date to, you know.
0: They've never been good. Consid- they made the playoffs one year, and Galaxy crushed them. Um, and then Preki tried to fight Beckham after the game. Uh
2: they've no. I kind they've... of feel bad for Chief's fans because that experiment hasn't worked ever. The idea of having an offshoot of a Mexican team hasn't worked there at all. And the sooner they drop the Chief's name the better I think.
1: Right, and we've we've talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Um hey, uh let's talk uh very briefly. Well, that's not mine. Welcome to Top of the Table, brought to you by Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> Holy <laughs> buckets!
0: It's like you're at Scotty's old house. I'm you're kidding. Old...
2: Wow. Dags. How is Scotty? He's okay. He's hanging in. He's working really hard. Right.
1: Oh, I do. Nick. So Nick, Nick brings up the uh, the ultimate point. I feel worse for Toronto fans. Oh no. They are being yeah. hosed
2: by their front office as well.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean that last yesterday. That oh my god! That that tap in just wow! What a heartbreaker for them, You know, they were. I the frisbee slash seat cushions. <laughs> but think about it, man. They, I mean, that first year, the fans were just packing the place, and now it's just it's a graveyard. All those frisbees. Yeah, I mean, it's four years of absolute ineptitude
2: that's driven people away. People will go if they think there's something to you know. There's some point, but you know all that amount of time of absolute uselessness is going to drive you away
0: eventually. Well, what I want to know is what made them think it was a good idea to hire Precky? That, that for me, is Who, a single book. Toronto or Chivas? Toronto. After his, after his complete utter meltdowns at Chivas, the reputation he built for himself at Chivas, what on earth makes anyone think it was a good idea to hire him as a manager again? I'm I just dying for an answer to that question because it's been bugging it's been bugging me since they did it. Why
2: bad managers always get a new gig there?
0: What not man? just in
2: MLS but in everywhere in Europe, all over the world. Bad managers have a horrible time of it, and then they still get hired somewhere else.
0: Then in in, in 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 football manager life and in entertainment. You can always fail upwards. I don't understand it.
2: Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, Mark Hughes. You know, he did terrible at. Well, he got fired at Man City. He, he walked out of Blackburn, and he got a pretty cushy, good QPR, and he's thinking that place up too. But he'll probably get fired and end up at I don't know
0: Liverpool or something. Wolves yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. God, they tied again today, right?
2: Yeah, nil nil with Stoke. Oof.
0: Yeah.
2: But, uh, are we going to talk about Manchester United? Yes, because the know Mark needs cheering
0: up. Go. Yes, go, No, I, you know, I'm fine. I, 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 I have faith for, for the Galaxy in the playoffs. Uh, I was happy to see the way the boys came out and played this morning against uh, Newcastle, uh, which was also know.
1: the uh, afternoon Fox game here, national game. Oh, really? So yeah, they showed instead of having a three o'clock uh, football game, they they replayed that. Nice. Not That's wonderful. I, uh, you know, I I,
0: uh, I was happy with it. They played well. I think Newcastle got robbed of a goal. I, I don't, you, the, the there it was is no. Close. It was very close. I think nine-tenths of the ball was across the line. I think at that point, you kind of got to give it to them, but, you well, know, live. No, you up, don't, because nine-tenths of the ball is not a goal. I know, but still, <laughs> live on the spot, you know, who can make that call? Uh, from the, I should say, from the video evidence that was seen that was, Completely fuzzed out and out of focus because it was so zoomed in. Who knows? Uh, but other than that, it was a good game for United. They managed to fend off a lot of attacks from Newcastle. Newcastle played brilliantly, I thought. Uh, it was a good game. The
2: first, first twenty minutes, Newcastle were terrible.
0: Yes, the last seven minutes, they were, they were by great. By that
2: stage, they were only 2-0 down. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't concede two goals from two corners in the first twenty minutes.
0: No, but the way they were playing, they easily could have made it. Up. They
2: did play well, and I think Ben Arthur is a tremendous player. How
0: they ever managed to
2: get him to go to Newcastle is—I've been to Newcastle. I can't understand <laughs> how they got him to go there because he is an absolutely brilliant player.
1: I, I and mean, we've talked about this before. I, they've got a great squad with Demba Ba and with Cisse and Burn. I mean, it's a matter. I think it's a matter of time.
0: Oh, for the record, uh, I finally saw Kai Kamara today. And yes. I, as, as I tweeted earlier, he looks like a crack lion. He does. With that bleached out beard. That's
1: I don't know, I don't know what exactly a crack lion means. I want to know. Like, who that's we, what he looks like. What was the bet that he lost? Because he very obviously did.
0: I don't think so. Because two seasons ago, he did that thing with his hair all the way around his face.
1: He had a big. ring of
0: fur around his, starting up top. Just a ring of oh, fur God. all the way around. Just a thin ring. It,
2: um, That's like when you don't trim too much and it kind of meets up the stuff in your stomach, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: I've said too much. Yep.
1: <laughs> I'm sure the authorities are on the way. Hey, can, we, can we get an Allison Faye check in before we go so my conscience is clear that. Uh, is she still alive yeah. and breathing? She's not chopped up in a.
2: You might be watching the baseball. In a 25
1: gallon drum. If you can hear us.
2: You can't get anything out of 25 gallon drum.
1: Again, Allison,
0: Allison, just type two X's for your okay. She's it's alive? You oh, there we go. There we go. Okay, They're
1: alive.
2: Hmm. <laughs> oh, no. I don't
1: know. I just have to
2: log out of this. I, and heard, look Chris, in this I page. heard Chris <laughs> typing.
1: <laughs> you
0: are horrible, Uh-oh. horrible people. you know that? Right? No. <laughs> oh, we love you though. Okay. But, what, what else? What else do we got left?
2: Um, I think we'll lost I think... yesterday, But t- even though talking lost yesterday, which wasn't as prized. What, what a buckle
0: by New York last night. Yes. I mean. Uh, and I, mean, I think I, baseball I...
1: is awesome, so you know it isn't, Chris.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have to say that, even to avoid prison. I mean, I know the Galaxy just shat the bed last night, but New York really, really, really pooed the bed yesterday. Yes, I they thought. did. I mean, not even, not even close.
2: Back is gone. I mean, unless he wins the MLS Cup, he's gone. Especially with the the front office moves they've had there in the last week or so.
0: Doesn't he look like the kind of guy you'd see on the strip, like on the downtown strip in Vegas, just staggering, pissing on himself, trying to pick up like two dollar hookers? He just Maybe looks that's how a he mess. Got the so. job. Maybe
2: he met Soler there.
1: He just looks a mess, man.
0: I I don't understand what's going
1: well, on there. And here. And, uh, and like uh, Chris had just alluded to, you, some very curious front office changes here with. Y- yeah. Two or three weeks really? Yeah. Well, I think a
2: lot of it comes from the Red Bull organization. They own, I think they own four or five clubs around the world. Um, and they hired Gerard Houllier to be their director of football operations. And it was his decision to get rid of Soler and bring in this this guy, uh, Jerome DeMontes, I think his name is. And yes. actually, this guy is incredibly well qualified. He's got I mean, a great
0: football pedigree. He does. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I mean, he's educated over here. He's, uh, I think, went to the University of Chicago um he's a qualified referee he has u.s coaching badges he was in charge of monaco uh for quite a while um so really it's a pretty good appointment but on the surface you just have to wonder why they felt the need to get with the soler
0: at this Uh, point in the season
2: yeah um unless they're clearing house soon and and maybe this demontis guy said yeah i can do it but i can't hang around until december to get hired you know maybe he put them on the spot and said if you want me you've got to take me now right um I mean, New York have had some issues in the front office. They had Chris Heck got fired a couple of months ago. He was the guy who scheduled a 1 o'clock game on a Wednesday afternoon in July.
1: Yeah. When the
2: Yankees are playing at home. Um, and it was amazing he didn't get fired that day, frankly. Um, that was and, genius. And they, yeah, and they have had, quite, they've never had three or four midweek games that start at 7 o'clock, which I'm sure you you know the same thing in, in L.A. Read, if you're trying yeah, to get read, out there for 7 o'clock, you can do it.
0: Oh no, you can. It's just you're going to be there at seven thirty.
2: I mean, right. yeah. So I mean, eight right. o'clock games at New York are, are pretty well attended because people can get there in time. But seven right. o'clock games are just pointless.
1: Yeah. So, so do same. do you think uh, Solar is the uh, figurative head on a stick, tobacco? I'm sorry, say what? And do you think that Solar is the figurative head on a stick, tobacco? Kind of like.
0: Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Most definitely. I, I mean, at this point, with the roster he's got that he's been given, that he can't pull it together and and close out the game yesterday is just mind boggling.
2: Yeah, I think, like I said, the only way he avoids the sack is if he wins MLS Cup. And the way New York have been playing all year, you can't see that happening because you can't see the stringing three results together.
1: Uh, they won't get. No. They won't get past Chicago or Kansas.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, on anybody on their day, they can beat any team in the league comfortably. But to do it two or three times in a row is just too much to ask for them. They lost at home to Kansas City a couple of weeks ago, when everyone was saying how big of a game that was, and they beat Toronto fairly comfortably. But then to lose to Chicago, who you know are playing okay, but you can't do that at home and expect to win anything.
0: I, I, I honestly believe they're the only team worse than the Galaxy at shitting the bed when it really matters.
1: Somebody called somebody on Twitter it's- called them the Veruca Salt of MLS. I want, oh, there's Tim Cahill. I want Tim Cahill. In terms of, you know. Well, just in terms of the going and getting the I was thinking of the band. I was like, what? Yeah. No. (laughs) No, the movie. I was thinking of a season Uh, reference. Somebody made made the reference. It's like, uh, you know, Daddy, go buy me Tim Cahill. Okay, you you bought him. and What has happened? Go get me, Kaka. We can't do that, but we'll get his brother. I just just chubbed up thinking of Nina Gordon. Wow. (laughs)
0: So, uh, you tell. Yeah, not from here. But you do look skinny. Uh, thanks. Um. Yeah, I, I, I. We gotta get Fishkin on.
1: We. I want to hear his Fishkin on.
0: I want to get. I want to hear his bitterness on some of these things that are going on. I want to hear
1: his explanation because Fishkin's one of those guys. Like we were talking about earlier, Fishkin does a great job. Seeing Red NY um, <clears throat> at Seeing Red NY on Twitter. The great podcast. Um, they do the same thing they have they have a lot of great guests on they have players and they don't pull punches they talk about it game's bad game's bad they had Solano
2: on a few weeks ago actually there you go and they they had Chris Heck on I think before he got fired they do get really good access
1: they, um, they must have
2: pretty good equity within the organization because they've always been given players they've had Connor Layden and I think Brandon Barkage in the last few weeks as well so. they had
1: Dax on as well yeah business. Yeah, but it's not, so it's not all good. Did Dax oh. start a fight? Jeez. <laughs> so it's, wrong.
0: It's it's a valid question. If you look like Syndrome, wouldn't you be pissed off the whole time? Come on now. What?
1: If you were a four-foot ginger, wouldn't Whoa, you be angry? hey, we've had... Look, we had him on... If I was a four-foot ginger, I'd have killed myself. He was, he was kind <laughs> enough to do a lightning round for us. I he, one, he might be one of those guys that we could get on the show. we got to... But no, and we've, had Ale- and we've had we've had Alexi on, so let's watch what we say about gingers, because I'm but sure he's but, watching this. But yeah. Wait,
2: Alexei not asked ginger? Why wasn't I notified? He never says anything about it.
1: He doesn't. He doesn't tweet a whole lot. No.
0: Yeah, he's one of the few people of any substance or okay, not of any media substance that actually ever answers me. He's the only one. I used
2: to think he was a complete tool, but now I think he's awesome.
0: Um, he uh. He is probably one of the most awesome people out there. and, and I mean yeah. in all genuineness, he really is. Yes. And
2: probably my preconception was unfairly arrived at
0: because I was just going by what I'd
2: read. But once I followed him on Twitter and read some of the things he has to say, I kind of think that he's a pretty
1: decent decent guy. I do I do have to say that before he came on the show, um he wanted I had to let him know that Mark was harmless. <laughs> <laughs> And you
0: should have heard the talking to I had before the episode. You can't, you can't, you can't. There were so many you can'ts I uttered at me. D-
1: I did not yeah, do it that it's... way. I've never. I trying
0: to get Fred
2: Savage on.
1: Oh, geez. <laughs>
0: uh, but uh, one, one great, uh, I got to go soon, but we're in when Lexi Lawless' story. When he was GM of the Galaxy, we had a preseason fan appreciation day down at the HDC. There's a scrimmage between the UCLA uh, team and the Galaxy. And then there was a town hall meeting with Alexi in in one of the clubs at the the, uh, arena. And the people who sit in front of me, um, they have an adopted daughter named Phoebe. And they were there, and we were all going into the meeting. And Phoebe is just the most personable child you're ever going to meet. She has no problem walking up, saying, hi, I'm Phoebe, and shaking your hand. She's a little adult. She's amazing. And she walks up to Alexi and just tugs on his on his on his coat. Him, Alexi, where are the balloons and where is the jumper house? <laughs> that's awesome. And I and he was mid conversation, and I shit you not, he stops dead, does this to someone across the way. That person runs over. Psh, psh, psh. Within two minutes, that person is back with balloons for Phoebe.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: And he walks over to her and says, Honey, I'm sorry." I totally forgot to order the jumper. It's my fault.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That, he that's is, pretty
2: awesome.
0: He is such an awesome guy. And he really is a great GM on the business and on the media, on, on the non-football side of it. He has such, such a good finger on the pulse of being a GM. And I think his his personnel credentials are great. I think he just made a couple questionable decisions. But I would hire him as a GM any day. I think he's just amazing.
2: He's not going back to GM, though, is he? No, no. there's no he's reason. He's staying with ESPN. That's, that's his gig name.
0: That's, you know what? For, he's good I, at it, too. He's good at it, and I think the stress and the bullshit is a lot less for him, so mm. why not? And he and, probably makes more money.
1: And you, know, and you know what? I think he can accomplish in terms of being a soccer personality more than somebody on the field can for U.S. soccer.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, because, he, I mean, when he's doing his ESPN segments, he doesn't. He says stuff, which right. sounds kind of obvious, but he actually says stuff that has some kind of import to people. You know, calling Freddie Adu at a halftime of a game, I think, is something that needed to be done, and nobody else had done it.
0: Now, wait. Okay, stop there. I somehow missed that whole thing. What happened? Um, it was basically he said that Adu needed to grow up.
2: He's basically okay. the crux of what he said at halftime. They were talking about Philadelphia. I think this was a week after Adu had thrown a wobbly at Hackworth. Um, and then, you know, two months later, Ado ad- was on Twitter and said sarcastically, of course, Alexi Galass is the best ever US soccer player, like a little child. Um, and he responded. And, yeah. Um, and I don't know what it is with Ado and that hashtag ad- do it, which is kind of stupid. Um, but yeah, it kind of evolved into this Twitter
0: spat. I think a lot oh, of ad- people are of
1: waiting t- for him to ad- do it.
0: Yeah, it do something. I mean, it would Well, be... yeah, I think he's well, I mean, yeah, okay. Do what? I just never knew what I just never knew what what started it. I read about it. I never knew what started. Never saw the tweets myself. But, but uh, yeah. I think I think, I, I think
1: he's going I think he's going to do more for soccer in the US than uh, some of these bigger names.
0: I think he will. Uh, because uh, I don't uh, so many people uh especially on the Twitter want to rip into him for trying to talk so plainly about soccer in America. But you know what? He does a good job of pulling the average person in who happens to wander into a broadcast. Yep. And that's what we need. I don't care if you cover the Bundesliga for SBN and how cool you think you are because of it and how much you think you know about world football. That's not going to translate to Joe Blow in Kansas City who's never been to a sporting game who's never been to a soccer game if he wanders onto an espn telecast of a match alexi might be able to bring him in for at least five minutes and maybe he might watch longer on the next one and that's the pool that's the allure that's the gift alexi Lawless has and that's why i love him he's a great great guy
2: he's, he's still the most recognized by the american player in the absolutely england. i mean That'd when be... i was growing up there was you know Wegley was playing in england you had uh, john harkes But it was, you know, as soon as I saw Lalas scored against England in 93, and as soon as I saw that happened, he was the guy I associated with American, no, with US soccer. Um, And he did a great thing on a a British TV show, uh, taking the mick out of himself, which was brilliant, which I always appreciate. He didn't take himself too seriously. Um, And and I think he went up in a lot of people's estimation, especially when he went to Padova and did quite a lot. Because he was on TV in England a lot then as well, because the Italian league was being shown on English TV quite a lot at the time. Um, So I think if you ask, it's definitely English people who the most recognizable American player was before this current generation, they'd all say um, Alexi Lalas, unless they're Coventry fans, in which case they'd say Wegley.
0: Right. All right. Yeah, you know, even uh, when he first started as GM, he was out in the crowd every night. I saw him at almost every home game. He was out wandering around taking notes or he had an assistant taking notes for him, talking to people, getting feedback. He was out there every night, man. I love that about Alexi. I could send him an email and he would answer me back within 5 minutes every time.
1: Follow him at no matter- Alexi Lawless,
0: by the way. No matter how dumb, outlandish or unreasonable my email was in regards to, he always answered.
1: But you know, but when, and when we had him on and you can find the archive uh, on the website and on on iTunes um, Mark was very concerned or he had definite, you know, opinions about the, uh, Ugo Himaloo trade and he just came out and just said, here's the problem. And and he said, you know what, from a, from a business perspective, he didn't dodge the question. He didn't no. say like, Oh, well, ha-ha, funny times. Well, let's talk about ESP now. He's like, yeah, this is what I thought when I did it. Sorry. Yeah. And, and, and that's all I wanted from him. And I knew that's what I was gonna get from him, but
0: I just wanted, I just wanted it. Because, you know, he traded my favorite player from the Galaxy ever um, for Joe frickin' Cannon. Um, That's kind of my a
2: nice circle year. to the beginning of the show as well, where we we're talking about left talking to later. LA players. You know, all we want is someone to actually tell us what they're thinking, even if yeah. we don't agree with it.
0: Just yeah. give us actual reasons to serious questions. Yeah, and to this day, I'll still you know give them a hard time about it on the Twitter and he'll still answer me back and give me a hard time about it. So I love him you for that. You have man right. love for Hugo there, don't you? I'm
1: sorry? Yes. You have yes. a bit of a
0: man crush on Hugo. Him, him, he does. Do you? I, have, I have since day one. and uh, he, he was the reason I bought LA Galaxy season tickets. He, uh, uh, he was Rookie of the Year. He helped us to the Cup and, and the Open Cup in the same season. He just had a style of play with with the Galaxy that was just stellar. To watch him play was a beautiful thing. I remember Valentine's Day 2005, not Valentine's Day, I'm sorry, Mother's Day 2005, we were avoiding Dana's mom and her stepmom, so we went to go see her friend who had just given birth, and while we were in the hospital, I called and bought tickets for the Galaxy game that afternoon, and we went, and we're sitting, we had great seats, 50-yard line in the shade, or sorry, center line in the shade, Landon Donovan, Ugo gets a weird ball, shoots it out to Landon. Landon's on a breakaway. It's a one-on-one. Ugo just takes off behind him. It's a two-on-one. All Landon has to do is just drop it back and Ugo's got the goal. Landon hogs it, shanks it. We don't score. Ever since that game, whenever Ugo touched the ball, no matter where he was on the field, shoot it Ugo! (laughs) When he left, it was shoot at Troy for Troy Roberts, who was his old roommate on the road, who they are still good friends. When Troy left, it was uh, I used to yell it for for uh, uh, Xavier. I used to yell it. Uh, I still I still yell it for Omar, for AJ, for Donovan, for Franklin. You know, oh God! Two weeks ago, Junie had that amazing goal, and I saw the ball go. I'm like, shoot at Junie! He did. I spent the next ten minutes. yelling, I am the prophet people in my section
1: hate. Me. Is that why your ticket prices are going up? Maybe is it an isolated incident? And they're trying to drive you out.
0: Probably, who knows. Apparently, the tickets in my section are the most requested uh for playoff and one-off tickets
1: because they're center line under the shade.
0: Yeah. They're
1: yeah. great. They're great seats. I've been there. They're awesome. I love my seats. All right, well, we have gone a little later than normal i and I'm sure our two listeners have gone, and Allison has probably passed out from the uh the ether yeah, um so let's go ahead and get the uh the plugs going real quick and let you guys get out of here okay.
0: All right, And if you're watching, if you listen to us on iTunes, if you, you watch the archives, whatever, if you ever want to come on, shoot one of us a tweet. We'll talk to anybody about anything soccer-related at any time.
1: And I think you've seen from the show, it doesn't necessarily have to be soccer-related. Yeah, we'll go off on tangents. But we'd love to have anyone on who has something they want to
0: discuss. Let's do it.
1: And I know, I know Dean from Manchester wants to come back and join us as well. So Yes, we
0: need to have Dean on.
1: Uh, that's it for uh, Chris Ballard from uh, Connecticut and apparently his girlfriend somewhere. He's in
2: Connecticut too. They're not in my house. Why,
1: why do you say like she's in Connecticut too?
2: Well, Is um, she no, above I'm ground? Tra- <laughs> that's the point I was trying to make. I just know that you were going to follow that up with she's tied up in the basement or something. No. Yeah, You, you have a
1: detached shed, don't you? Yeah.
2: Mm. No. Mm. I have a VW camper
0: van with sandproofing.
1: Wow, that was a lot of very specific details.
0: <laughs> there's probably buried just up to the top of the windows to let enough
1: air in, right? A lot, yeah, there's a lot of very specific details. You probably know how to put foil on the windows the right way so it doesn't get too hot in your house, right? We're going to see you on CSI. Yeah, someday. but I
2: can fold a fitted sheet.
1: Who can? My Nobody wife. can
2: fold a fitted sheet except for Brian, apparently.
0: He
1: probably got that from his actor friends. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> For
0: uh, Mark Villa in LA. <laughs> oh, I love this show. <laughs> I know, right? Thank you, guys. I thank you so much.
1: Uh, I'm Brian Bentley. You've been watching Top of the Table or listening to it. And really, let's admit it, if you've been watching or listening to the show, you probably have mental problems. Yes, like us. Like it? Well, wait. Us? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you listening? Know, if people knew what I paid for the software, they would definitely know that I've got mental problems.
0: I'm sorry. Shalrie Joseph just looks like Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. He does. <laughs> there's, there's there's no way around that.
1: He just does. His eyes. He's got the same eyes as Toothless. He does. That's what I want to talk to Elac about. Is Chivas has some decent talent. Dude, that's why I tweeted. They've made the acquisitions of the year. They really have. And it's just gone
0: nowhere. All right. And my buddy who has Chivas season tickets tells me they're mother effing each other the whole time during warmups. They're always fighting with each other. It's just, it's just unbearable. Really? It's yeah. Well, let's get him on. He sits right behind the Chivas
1: bench. Let's get him on. I will get him on next week. All right. He's also a cop. He's also a cop. Oh, that's the guy that if you ever see at the airport, go the other way. No, that's
0: Bob. He sits in front. That's Daphne's husband. He sits oh, in front of me. Got it. Tony, Tony sits three rows behind me and over
1: about eight seats. Got it. Okay. But we'll get him on. It works for me. All right. Hey, this has been Top of the Table. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Bye-bye. Take care, guys.